This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Let's uh, let's get this show on the road. So uh, let's say ha- howdy, everybody here on Stream Lounge, yes, Walmart, well, Travel Girl, Movie, Andy, Tim back again. Tim, uh, my my uh, my partner in crime, so to speak, most for the most part on on a good portion of these MC movies. Somebody I really wanted here for this uh, movie because you know one of my favorite people to talk about superhero and comic stuff is Tim and Sean, who can. And, and we got Schiff, you know, collectively known as Pop Goes to the Couch in the Basement. Um, right. But, for the, yeah, we're here. For the and this is, I have, since I started this rewatch series, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, well, this thanks is- for having me. I, I like that I was, um, really appreciate that I was your designated um, Avengers uh, co-host. Avengers yeah. and semi-Captain America co-host. Semi-Captain America yeah. co-host. Because those are the... Kind of the two franchises that are near and dear to my heart. I'm, I'm a yeah. huge Cap guy, and of course, I, if I love Cap, I'm going to love the Avengers. And you know, these these films yeah. have obviously been a highlight of of the uh, first three phases of the MCU, the Infinity Saga, if you will. Yeah. Which uh, we're near about to conclude. I guess for your purposes, we will be concluding. I don't imagine yeah. you'll be watching Spider Man. Um, uh, uh, no, it's it's not anywhere. I think it's on the YouTube, but I think they have to have premium to watch it. Not yeah. a lot of people have YouTube premium. Yeah. So I will bide my time, mm-hmm. and maybe by then, maybe I'll get my daughter to watch those movies with me, since she's the biggest Spider-Man movie mark that I know <laughs> these days. So, yeah, she's yeah, she's just, she's, she's always, whenever it's on, she's watching it. It's constantly, you know, Twitter and all this stuff about anything about Spartan. She is so excited for the release. It's coming up uh, in a, a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's more content. There's an extra post-credit scene. So Forgot about that. Yeah. I'll be, thank God I have AMC stuff because I don't have to pay for my ticket. to see it again in the theater. <laughs> right. But something I did pay to see twice is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So, and I'll talk about that as, as we get closer to why I had to see it again. And, and honestly, if they release it in theaters again, I will go see it again. <laughs> like, I have, my, and, and also, one thing I'm doing is I have this, uh, you've seen a picture of it, my inflatable movie screen I bought from the outside. I I can't wait to watch this movie on that again. Uh, again, yeah, well, it's oh, movie yeah. on that. That's a on really that. cool setup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to try to watch all out on it, so, so we'll see about the weather on Sunday. All right, so let's get the movie started. Let's, let's start talking. So we're watching on let's Disney+. Plus. Uh, we're here watching, and we're going to hit play in three, two, one. Okay. So, since the last time you and I got together, as we uh, see, everybody was wondering where Clint was mm-hmm. you know, in Infinity War. Yep, and uh, he's first thing we see in this. Oh, and we see the ankle bracelet as well, which confirms that uh, he is in. He's on house arrest, essentially. Yeah. He, there, there was that line in Infinity War that Clint and Scott Lang uh, took deals to get out of um, 
the raft where they were imprisoned at the end of Civil War. Of course, yes. the other, I guess the other characters got broken out by Cap. But, yes. um, yeah, the, the two of them took deals, uh, did not see either of them in Infinity War, but they'll be playing pretty significant roles in this movie. So, yeah. um, they, making up for they lost did, time. They did kind of a misdirect here as he, uh, as he refers to his daughter as Hawk, Hawkeye. Thinking mm-hmm. that she was going to be the uh, the next, you know, we hadn't that's heard true. about Kate Bishop yeah. being cast. That's true. People were were talking about that at the time, saying, "Oh, I wonder if they're going to do the Kate Bishop thing with his daughter." Yeah, and it's like, no, <laughs> it didn't turn out that way. Which so is fine. So either something, either she's the greatest hide and seek player ever, his daughter, or something's happening here. Yeah, we're seeing the theater though. After we after we watched Infinity War, I think everybody put two and two together immediately mm-hmm. and, and as to mm-hmm. when this scene is taking place. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh shit, everybody was snapped. His whole family except for him. Yeah. Yes. Kind of and a- you kind of think that after that big climax to Infinity War, everyone gets dusted. Um, you, you sort of think you're past that, that sort of emotional gut punch and it's like no no we're gonna hit you one more time right right at the start of this movie and in a way that i thought was a lot more effective than what they did and that was one that you really even though you don't see them um get dusted you really feel the weight of it in ways that i i think it's sort of and that was one of my criticisms of infinity war it all just kind of washed over you at the end there um but i will not rehash that so we pick up with Tony and Nebula, our last two uh, standing, I guess, yeah. Avengers in space right now. Of the uh, the Titan crew. They're the only yeah. only two survivors, which is straining credibility a little bit, let's face it. Yeah. That was a pretty big, pretty big team. Um, mm-hmm. For well more than half of them to get dusted is kind of like, mm, I mean, I guess it's possible, but I don't know. Law of large numbers and whatnot <laughs> makes you yeah. wonder how um, how 50-50 that, that split really was that Thanos said, you know, there's no bias. There's there's no playing favorites. So we get, uh, I like I like seeing Nebula here because of the, uh, you know, she's kind of coming down and showing, uh, you know, a more caring side here with Tony and we get Tony giving his, uh, it's basically his last will and testament to Pepper, mm-hmm. his last rites. Yeah, with what little remaining power he has here, his uh, armor. Yeah. So, so as I was saying before the Clint thing, so we've had two movies since we last saw Infinity War, right? Both of whom took place independently of it for the most part, but had their post-credit scenes. Right. Uh, had dealt with what do you think of the one for ant-man uh first of all with you know scott is in the quantum realm and he's there and we again the law of 50 percent you know 75 percent of them go well he could have gone if he wasn't in the infinity i mean the quantum realm, right yeah or maybe he even could have it, yeah. who knows whether thanos's reach is, is as far as you know other sub dimensions or what whatever you want to call it 
whatever the, the quantum realm is to, to our reality. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I think that scene was necessary just in order to give you a sense of um, where exactly Ant-Man and the Wasp took place in relation to everything, because none of it was very clear from the movie itself. Not that it it made that not that it normally would have made that much of a difference, but coming off the heels of you know something like Infinity War, everyone's going okay, great, but what is all this? You know, we saw like half the world end basically in the last movie. And now we're just sort of doing, you know, superhero one-on-one stuff again with this little sequel. It's all well and good, but, um, you know, we we had raised the stakes and now it, it feels like we're, we're pulling back again. So that stinger at the end to, uh, basically catch us up to the timeline um, very much appreciated, and I, and I thought it was something um, that gave that that movie a little bit more oomph, you know. Yeah. Because it was. I'm not trying to say it was like the worst movie or anything, but from the MCU, but it was kind of middle of the road, right? Yeah. Other than than that that big moment at the end. Plus, all plus we also had Captain Marvel, which was pretty much a pre- took place in the yeah, 90s, but then we come forward yeah. to her answering the beacon that Nick mm-hmm. Fury had sent out at the end of Infinity War. So now here, as we see Tony uh, about to drift off because he's, you know, oxygen, food, water, all all running low, and he's, you know, going to drift off here and, and Nebula is going to, you know, place him in, in, a, in a proper a position. So do you think... They when she when when Carol shows up right at the end of says with Fury and, and sees the the ground force that's remaining, mm-hmm. you think they say you know check space like how, how I mean space is pretty big how does Carol yeah, know I know I mean is there a homing beacon or something like that they can tune in does that's does what rocket, I'm wondering if maybe if rocket, maybe you know? right yeah that's that's the one that's one of those unanswered questions and I'm I'm glad you brought it up because it's something that people could go oh plot hole and I'm you know, I definitely don't want us to fall into that sort of trap where everything that is unexplained is automatically a plot hole. It's like, well, no, it's just for whatever reason, they, they don't get into that. It doesn't mean there isn't an explanation. It's just not that important. I, I look at it as, um, isn't the, where's the, the Benatar right now? The guardianship, isn't that still on, uh, uh, Titan. They're in. They're in. They're the, in the Benatar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the so, Milano was destroyed. The Milano was destroyed. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I figure that Guardian, that uh, Rocket, must have some way of tracking the ship. Um, yeah. Unless they get ship, into that and said that they this. they couldn't, but I mean they don't know that Rocket is on Earth right now, so they don't know where anybody. You know, he, yeah, they don't know where anybody. Is, so. He may have access to some some technology. The Avengers may have access to some technology that allows him to probe for it. I guess maybe Tony's suit had a homing beacon on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So let's let's get back. What were your feelings on the loss of the beard here? Oh, I was pretty happy to see the beard go. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of those millennial lumberjack beards. I'm gonna, <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were played. I'm sick of. I'm sick of handsome men ruining their looks with these fucking beards that are just over the top and 
insist upon themselves. They just do it to, to like make a point that they can grow a beard. We get it, dude. Get over yourself. I can't grow a beard, so I'm going to put it up back. And you don't think anybody bit on Tony, you know, going at the beginning of this, right? Probably not right at the beginning of this. I mean, they even, you know, kind of clear up, you know, he was mortally wounded, it seemed like, at the end of Infinity. I mean, Thanos stabbed him right through the chest, um, out the back. And here they, they have that little... Uh, seen during again his last will and testament, he he mentions that he has healed from his injuries and yeah. you know combated the infection. I guess um, not having access to great first aid out in the middle of space. And you can see him emaciated. You can see he's definitely wiped out. He was he's so emotionally this, destroyed, especially with uh, with Peter getting snapped in this scene right here. Mm-hmm. That, that little touch of rocket nebula, and then we get the roll call here, basically of everybody who was snapped, or that we don't even know were snapped. I found this on the web. Yeah. So, <laughs> watch. God, he really is. Um, yeah. As he said, emaciated, skeletal. Yeah. You see, you know, Carol with uh, the effect of seeing Nick on there. Thor is just—he is mm-hmm. just stewing. How he's been through it. Like I don't, I would not want to cross him right now. No. This is some of the best acting I think we have ever seen in the MC, particularly by RDJ in this yeah. this scene. Um, he is on another level. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were building there. As, as serious and as, as somber it is right now, he adds that line and it, and it kind of like gives you a little levity here. Mm. I he love wiped that. my I face with line. a planet. The Bleaker Street Magician. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> now, and we're going to call back to Ultron here. Yeah, this is great. Where he kind of throws it in Cap's yeah. face. I mean, it's a very... Tony thing to do. It's kind of not the time, but it's such a Tony thing to do. Mm-hmm. Even Rody can't uh, calm him down. <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, a little and some Civil War references here too as well. And now he's kind of doing a whole about face on his own uh, stance during the on the Sokovia courts, you know, where he kind of yeah. capitulated, he caved and said, take the responsibility out of our hands. And I was going, you know what? Fuck that. I was right. I, you know, <laughs> we should have done this ourselves. It's just the, the Tony Steve rivalry just is never yeah. gonna end, basically. And this feels almost um that felt almost reminiscent of, of Cap surrendering his shield to Tony. It's like the shoes yeah. on the other foot now. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Carol's not having it. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I'm out. And I suppose she has no reason to believe that she couldn't, given yeah. as powerful as we've seen that yeah. she is from her movie. You know, Nebula, a key part here, mm-hmm. the information. And Rocket, too. I mean, look, if, if Rocket gets snapped and Groot doesn't, they're, they're screwed. <laughs> you know, who's going to understand yeah. what the hell Groot's Yeah, saying? what's Groot going to really contribute? I mean, bless yeah. his heart. Same with Drax. Like, Rocket's really right. the only one. And the, and the only other member of the Guardians that would have been of use was, <laughs> was killed on Vormir. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> So short, yeah. short of Gamora, they really did save the brains. Of the yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's Mantis going to do, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Or the Avengers, I love how. Rhodey so steps out of at a place here. What he calls her new girl. Uh, we're all about zero life, and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you need a suit, man. <laughs> Rhodey, kind of an audience surrogate at the same yeah. time. You know, saying, "Who the hell are you exactly, and where have you been? Mm-hmm. Why are you just now showing up?" This is a great real moment between the Mm. two of them. She doesn't flinch. Gives that just little guy thing. (laughs) I like this one. Yeah, slight smirk. Mm -hmm. So she gets confidence. I know we're a little um, burnt down on Thor at the moment, I think. But I would, I would like to see a Thor Carol team up at least like for part of oh, the wow. movie at least not yeah. a whole movie maybe when they bring Beta Ray Bill in or something <laughs> yeah if you ever need to take out like a Celestial or something <laughs> that's where you might want a Thor Captain Marvel team up mm-hmm. <laughs> anything short of that they uh <laughs> it's going to be a walk in the park for them. Yeah. What do you think of now? Is this similar to how they do like hyperspace with the kind of the, the honeycomb thing? I kind of dig it. Um. Yeah, like when you think about how they do, I guess it's just kind of their version of that. Yeah, um, Star Wars has, and Star Wars has its its own. You know, uh, Star Trek as well mm-hmm. has. You know, the different warp factors. Um, yeah. In the comics, they have uh, what are known as uh, stargates that are, are physical constructs kind of placed around strategic points in, in space that portal you from from point to point. Um, and the, the gimmick with those is they, they draw power from nearby stars. Um, including like there's one, I think in our solar system. So it, it draws off energy from our sun and there's a risk of it potentially destabilizing the sun if it's overused. So different, um, 
alien races will potentially get themselves in trouble by uh, unauthorized use of the Stargate, and that's what leads to a lot of conflict in the comics. Okay. <laughs> Not a lot, so, but it's it's been used as a gimmick um, with some frequency. So we have the farm. We did see the image of his armor in the trailer. Um, is this comics accurate, this portrayal? Um, not exactly. Okay. I mean, there is, uh, there is an epilogue to the story that this most directly draws from in the comics called Infinity Gauntlet, okay. which at the end of that, Thanos kind of retires to live a quiet life as a farmer. But, I mean, he had already been defeated, basically, at that point. We get uh, mm. still, uh, you know, waste no time. The uh, Iron Man Hulkbuster armor, because we we didn't say that this we pretty much pick up right where Infinity War left off. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of time has passed here, and no stones. At this point, not a lot of time has passed. No stones. What's up? Yeah, kind of like we traveled all this way, and there's no Infinity Stones. Josh Brolin, so good, too. Mm-hmm. You know, under all that CG and everything, there is really a tremendous actor. Yeah. I mean, he, and, I mean, he's so good here, and even so good, like, at the end of the movie, he's even better. In these quiet moments, he really does shine. Yeah. So his mission was accomplished. He had no further use for the stones, saw them simply as a source of temptation, used the stones to destroy the stones. Which means he was a man of his word, if nothing else. That's all he wanted to do. It was not for personal gain, his little cause, which I still think is kind of stupid. But The the best films are the ones that think they're Yeah, I know. Well, you expect now you are I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, I don't think anybody's expecting that. And you're like, what, what's happening? How that's it? Like like Fantastic. we still got like another like two and a half hours to go. Yeah, it's like that's our villain. What's what's happened here? Um I think that scene alone that moment alone probably makes the the case for this movie not simply being called Avengers Infinity War Part Two. Um mm-hmm. because you know, they're so cagey about what's what's the second movie going to be called? Is it going to be something entirely different? Is it going to be its own movie? And it's like, no, it's, it's still a sequel. But um, yeah. thematically, and, and we talked about this when we covered Infinity War, um, that movie is is such a Thanos story. It, it, it is a, as I called it, a perverse hero's journey where Thanos is our protagonist and at the end of that film, he accomplishes his goal. He gets what he wants, and his story is over. Therefore, it wouldn't make sense to title this just Avengers Infinity War Part Two because it is not the continuation of Thanos' story, his his journey. That's That's been done, and we dispense with him quite quickly here. Hence, 
we get a new title. And we get a time jump. Five years. And we, and see we get a time York, jump. Uh, after the snap, we get uh, one of our directors here. Uh, we do, yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, looks I was like, say, I'm not sure which one, which one that is. But... Actually, that's Joe. So, um, he looks like okay. he actually looks like the head of uh, my division at work, and his last name is Russo also. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think they're related. But... He's talking about going on a date for the first time. Yeah. That uh, five-year time jump, by the way, um, there was just a hushed silence that fell over the theater. Yes. I remember when, when that came up, and it was just like, you're going, okay, is it going to say five days later, five weeks later, five months, no, five years later? We're like, is this really happening? Um, I mean, they really, they really got up the stakes, like, so to speak. Like, this is uh-huh. really... Again, and it's one of those things that is effective in in selling the gravity of we're really feeling the weight of this thing now, right? Again, where all those kind of criticisms I had about the execution of of the snap and everybody kind of fading out, dying in the same sort of unoriginal way, it, it didn't leave much of an impact on me. I know I'm a minority when I say that um this is where you really start to feel where it's like okay they're they're letting this breathe we're not just gonna turn right around and undo this thing no we're we are living with with this world with this status quo five years in now that's yeah. heavy and how they've been dealing with it for more than a minute basically mm-hmm. and, uh, we got that on a van it looks very familiar it's a, a it and, and there's a rat walking on it some people had a problem. The rat, the rat that ultimately saves the world. Yeah. And we, we finally figure out where Scott's been the entire time. Yeah, the rat. <laughs> I can hear the the groans from some people saying that's a little bit too convenient, right? That you just have this yeah. rat that happens upon the right sequence of buttons or whatever to bring him back. And I'm like, I don't know. Doesn't that play into the whole just impossibility of, of this plan even working the, the one in however many million that Dr. Strange saw. Um, well, he happened to see one where a rat skidded across the keyboard and brought <laughs> Scott Lang back from the quantum realm. And that was enough to, to hang your hat on and run with. Um, and we get Ken Jeong in a very so, yeah, small here we go. part with a, with a bad mustache. Uh, yeah, that's team. such a that's such a random yeah appearance. Yeah. So we go over. So we're seeing no different parts of the country, and we saw what it looked like in a city, but now we're seeing how it's overgrown and mm, furniture to trash, the side. And trash trash is there. Really, yeah, it just shows like what. As a, as a society, as a civilization, is going to be what, what we're going to focus our energies on or something like you gotta that. you got to figure there's there's such a demand for jobs that if you don't want to be a, a refuse collector, <laughs> um, 
you know, if you don't want to be a custodian, if you don't want to work um, a job like that, then you really don't have to because there's so much demand for, I guess, skilled labor that things like that are just going to fall by the wayside. Not even just skill. I'd say skilled labor, any labor. You just yeah. need bodies. Um, just the the, um, the economic upheaval alone. It's just. I mean, it's really just hinted at by scenes like that in this movie. Yeah. Let's see his name on there, but he's not dead. But he's not. Yeah. Fortunately, neither is his family. So with the time jump, you know, Cassie obviously has grown. Yeah. I feel bad for this actress because she got end up ultimately has been recast. Yeah, yeah the only other thing I've seen I've seen her in she was one of Adam Sandler's daughters in Blended. Mm. She played Espen, who was named after ESPN. Oh God! <laughs> I know. Look, at like, could you? I couldn't imagine like leaving and Jessica's like nine or something like that, coming back and she's fourteen. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would just blow my mind. I do think that sh- this daughter looks older than she should be. I mean, I realize this is probably an older actress playing like a, a teenager, but I mean, wasn't his daughter like all of maybe eight, ten years old? Yeah, if, if that. And Ant Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. So she should be like. 15 at the most yeah. here, and that she definitely looks older than yeah, 15. Yeah, she definitely looks like 16, 17, and... Or 20. So, yeah, another hairstyle for, for uh, Scarlett here. <laughs> mm, yeah. Carol with the short hair. Carol's had a, a do-over as well. Yeah. So, did you uh, perk up when you heard about the... The offshore uh, earthquake here. Did you think Namor was going to possibly show up? I don't think. I don't think I really caught that line at the mm-hmm. time. Um, it was definitely on on repeated viewings where I was like, mm, "About that, I wonder what they're going for there." Yeah, it's a little strange. We're getting it now in, in a few months. So. I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't sound excited for it. Well, I mean it. it who knows if it'll tie back to, to this or not. It, I mean, it's been so long. It's, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they could go anywhere with it. Mm-hmm. But no, I am pretty jazzed for um, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. And so Natasha, all that's really left here of yeah. Functional Avengers. Yeah, she, they seem to be fairly split up, spread apart the ones that are left. And she's not resting. No. I mean, do they know Clint wasn't snapped at this point? Um, I'm trying to remember. They probably didn't know one way or another, but... Here is Rhodey confirming that we've we found him for sure. So yeah, it, it doesn't look good, but we know he's still out there. Yeah. 
And so she's seeming relieved that, yeah, he didn't get snapped. Yeah. That's something to work with. I could I could imagine seeing Wales nods. I didn't know that ever so many times. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's Cap finding a silver lining. Yeah, eternal optimist, I guess. Yeah, sharing a peanut butter sandwich. Mm. Very very intimate. There. Yeah. Yeah, well, no COVID, right? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if the snap and then you had COVID at the same time. I know. I know. <laughs> that just would be like really we lose half the people we all have to isolate. You think it would have halted COVID like just having the entire population like it's like it can't spread as much because there's just not as many people. I don't know. I'm not saying that's a solution, but they were talking about COVID and the snap. <laughs> that was really yeah. each other. <laughs> so I will say, um, mm-hmm. Stephen and Natasha are um, not something I would have thought of at, at the time of first seeing this movie at all. But you know, having lived through. Um, three years of pandemic now and thinking back to like the height of um, COVID and the, and the quarantine days, I was like, um, I find myself relating to Natasha in this scene where she, I mean, this isn't great, but she's kind of making the most of it. She's like, she's in her element here. She's really yeah. thriving because she feels useful. She, mm-hmm. she feels like she's, She's busy. She's got things to focus on. She can go to work um, and, and doesn't have to dwell on, on what's been lost. And, uh, you know, some of those some of those peak COVID days was like, I don't mind isolating. I don't mind quarantining. quarantining. I'm kind of living my best life. Yeah. <laughs> True. Because this is this is easy for me in the way that it's it's incredibly hard for other people. Um. And I don't know, that's that's a weird little connection I had, <laughs> that may be very forced, but it's something I'm seeing now that I I didn't before. So we get the uh, the first glimmer of something happening here because, you know, Scott, who was thought to have been snapped, is still alive, and he's explaining how mm-hmm. he's still alive and, and survived the snap, whether he was going to be snapped or not. Imagine that being five hours to you. Right. That would be like, I would be freaking out. Relative to five hours, which makes sense because Michelle Pfeiffer, um, when she was stuck in the quantum realm for years and years, it's not like she had significantly aged or, you know, had to, had to survive, like more time passed for her than, than for, Scott, but it was it still wasn't anything near the amount of time, the passage of, of time in, in reality. So we get, you know, 
but also we're getting a glimmer of hope here because Scott's like you know, talking about how time is different, how they could use time to to uh, save the day here. Mm-hmm. It's no bad ideas. <laughs> I get emails from a wreck. <laughs> Tony living on a lake here, probably uh, somewhere. Yeah. I want to say a little further upstate New York than Westchester. It looks like maybe the Catskills or something, possible. It does look peaceful. Yeah. Tony uh, appears to uh, settle down and. Tony living his best life as well in the wake (laughs) of all this. Yeah. In real life, it's Georgia. Everything is Georgia because the mm, tax credits. Yeah. <laughs> tax breaks, yeah. Well, Connecticut gets good ones, too. Yeah, yeah the cost Morgan. of living sucks. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Stark, who's, a, who's adorable in this movie. It's a kid. Now, she, in, in the comics, right, she, she becomes a young Avenger at some point, right? Uh, she does not exist in the comics. Oh, she does not exist in the comics. Okay. Um, Scott's daughter does. Mm-hmm. She becomes stature. She right. becomes yes, uh, stature. Mm-hmm. With uh, size changing powers of her own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, Tony, that green juice. speaking all this science sees. <laughs> Billion to one cosmic fleet. Again, just like Strange saw in his little vision. Just like the Bleaker Street Magician saw. Uh, the Bleaker Street Magician, yes, thank you. <laughs> And again, you know me, um, time travel, eh, like, I, I just sort of, okay, here's where I, here's where I am on time travel. Um, in a movie where that's already like baked into the premise, like, okay, back to the future mm-hmm. doesn't exist. If time travel is not a plot device, that kind of is the movie, right? Yeah. Perfectly fine. Um, and it has its own rules, all well and good, whatever. Um, Terminator. There's no Terminator movies. I, I mean, I guess there are Terminator movies that don't have anything to do with time travel, but starts with Cyborg from the future arriving to kill somebody and, you know, change the past. I'm kind of okay with it in those types of situations, but when you have something that's been like a, a long-running property and then sort of introduce time travel as a new concept, that's where I start to think, like, oh, we're running out of ideas. And I, yeah. I know it's a trope from the comics. I know it's a it's a complete sci-fi convention. Um, but I don't know. Just It's one of those things when you... You can't unring that bell. You know, like yeah. once, once you've said, okay, now time travel is possible... Why aren't we just using that to solve every problem? And there's yeah. never a good answer for that. There's never a satisfactory. Well, because it's too hard. Well, because 
will get in trouble for it or something. Like, it's just, there's never a good enough answer why that just doesn't become the magic solution for everything. And I think that's what bothers me more than... Yeah. Well, at least they put kind of... Like a, it's, magic. Limit. it's just magic, basically. Yeah. yeah. They, put, they put limit on it, though, at least, where they only have they do. so many. Yeah. So, so they kind of try to ground it that way. They try to. They they do kind of the best they can to to put rules and, and limits around it in this movie. I just, I don't know. Part of me just wishes they had never, and I've always felt that way. I, I just have never been crazy about that. So we get Smart Hulk. Did you pop mm-hmm. for Smart Hulk? I kind of did pop for Smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of similar to... Um, Professor Hulk from from the comics from the early '90s, where he had integrated his Banner's intelligence with the Hulk's strength. Um, little bit. See, this is one of those those risks that comes with doing a time jump, and, and you know, pretty much any media property is is guilty of this. You do that that time jump, and it it sort of feels like um a shortcut and a lot of narrative shortcut in a lot of ways, because I mean, this is a big development for Bruce Banner that completely takes place off screen. Like we don't see how we got here. We don't know what circumstances it's just here. He is now it's smart Hawk. And, you know, he figured out, he, he found a solution to his problem, his performance anxiety, if you will. Yeah. And now that's just, you know, we've um, kind of wiped the slate clean these movies in the MCU have been guilty of that um, to an extent. Things like the Vision and and Scarlet Witch romance, which kind of developed between movies, like after they'd been flirtatious, but yeah. you go from Civil War to Infinity War, and like they're a full blown couple, right? We didn't see yeah. any of the how they really got to that point. So, I mean, it's not like this is unprecedented for the MCU. It just if you have a five-year time jump, you're going to have to deal with a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah. A lot of stuff has happened. We can't possibly explain everything. You can't. I I do, though, think they've done a pretty good job in in going back and kind of filling in some of those blanks. I mean, WandaVision gave us what we didn't see, that history of of Vision and um, and Wanda as, as they in their budding romance, I guess. Um, yeah. And finally, now we're seeing kind of Hulk's techniques and yeah. meditation practices and whatnot in the, not to spoil yeah. She-Hulk, but mm-hmm. like I said, they're, they're filling in some of those, some of those blanks. So at least they're doing something with this lost time period. Yeah. I think it's very smart to use the, the, the shows to complement the movies. You know, yeah. Just add some color. Yeah. Whether they've all been successes or maybe we don't realize what they're trying to tell us yet. Well, can we get that information later? I'm hoping for like Moon Knight and Miss Marvel where we'll, we'll go and appreciate them later more than now because now we don't know really where they're fitting in. True. And Tony just can't help himself. He's a tinkerer. He, he's so, going to play around with it. Yeah. And he looks like by Joe, I think he's got it. He's like, don't tell mom I'm doing this. I'm not allowed to do science. Right. 
I say I I talk to my kids like that too. <laughs> I got I got shit to do, guys. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it just comes too easy to him. Yeah. I mean should be hard to figure out time travel, but when you're Tony Stark and you can't resist but to keep poking at it until you get there, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> As long as we brush our teeth, right? Yeah. That's right. Well, then we get the famous phrase here, I love you 3,000. Mm. Really gets the cockles of your heart, right? <laughs> they will get some mileage out of that one. Yeah, they do. A little line there. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't know, seeing Brisket Tony. Yeah. Boy, talk about another relationship that totally played out behind the scenes. I mean, they were on and they were off and they were on yeah. again, and now it's like they're married with a kid. Like, they sort of. <laughs> I don't want to say threw in the towel on developing this this um, relationship after that third Iron Man movie, but it was like you know, she was absent for a good part of that, and we were just getting secondhand information. Oh, we broke up. Oh, we got back together. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, we're getting we married. Get, we get them planning their wedding in Infinity War when everything gets the fan. Yeah. Now going into this movie. Where was your money on who was not going to survive? Everybody was saying it was either going to be Cap or Tony. I was thinking, yeah, I was definitely thinking one or the other. I was possibly both of them. I didn't think they'd have the balls to take out both of them. Yeah, yeah I didn't think so. Um, so that's why I thought, you know, Cap would be the one that makes the most sense because mm-hmm. – his death would, would have a huge impact, but at the same time, he isn't the fan favorite in the way that Tony is. So you can sort yeah. of get away with it. Um, they don't exactly do that, do they? Yeah. Um, I, I, I was I, expecting a uh, I can do this all day line right before. Yeah. That, that's what yeah. my money was. My money was on cap. I, I mean, I didn't know if anybody else was going to go either. I think like who is the most expendable, I guess, or whose story has been told. I really didn't see well. Yeah, the, the other death. I don't know yeah. why we're dancing around. Death, it's like yeah. people haven't seen this movie, but yeah. I guess we'll, seen this we'll movie save right it now. And they're watching this or listening to the pod. <laughs> for God's sake! I mean, sorry. But we'll we'll see it when we get there. But the other yeah. major death in this movie, I absolutely did not. No, I don't think see it did, all. Really. No, I, I mean, and there was all sorts of. Um, leaks and fan theories and hoaxes out there. I think a lot of it was deliberately probably put out to, to throw people off the scent. Some of it had, you, you would see things like, oh, Cap's going to be the sacrifice to get the the uh, soul gem and that's how he's going to go out. And it's like, mm. <laughs> they de-aged him. Yeah. Or maybe it's just- 
Maybe it's just oh. a kid. <laughs> yeah. They, oh they re-aged him too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bruce is not uh, doing his finest here. No. He needs to recalibrate his... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. They're like, this is not going to go well. <laughs> Somebody feed my pants. Well, yeah, those are the smart bunnies on on uh, the baby. Oh. <laughs> like, he did, he did something. What he did something. Thing? I don't think I would call it time travel. Yeah, this is a win, man. Josh, gonna get a little air here. Yeah. This is such a beautiful compound, though. They did they did a set here mm-hmm. for this. Hmm. As much as I dig Avengers Tower, this um, yeah, this does make a lot more sense. It does. Avengers it's, compound. Yeah, you're out of the city. There's more room to play with. <laughs> it and Tony called it. <laughs> I like his expl- his very simple explanation too, because it's a. Um, I mean, to sit there and think, why in the hell? I, I mean, I know it's done as a gag, but it's like, why on earth is he? Is Scott going through different ages, and Tony yeah. just lays it right out? It's like you didn't push him through time; you pushed time through him. Yeah. In various different directions. So you got it backwards. He's putting his cars out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are his conditions. Yeah, but he's made. He has made a, a life for himself the best he could in the last five years, despite everything. Yeah, yeah. wife, daughter, quiet. I think everybody wanted well. One of the three, at least. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I can't believe I'm just now noticing this. Maybe I'm crazy, but RDJ does look noticeably older. You know, right. I mean, five years have passed. I don't think I'd ever picked up one they had, that they had done anything to differentiate his appearance. But really and truly, I mean, his hair is thinner. It's it's lighter. Um, you know, his his beard is... Much more salt than it is pepper. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, that was a bad yeah. joke. Um, a little more crazy old man. Look to the mm-hmm. At least there's still good uh, taco places after probably, uh, right. Philippine staff. I feel so I feel so bad for Scott right here because he just gets <laughs> yeah. the taco set up. Just goes flying. Just everything goes flying. We get this shit everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the just, just has no, the, the, uh, 
regular sized man. Bruce, the nice guy. That's like it's like a, mm-hmm. a loose boost to Bruce right there. Right. <laughs> Are they going on a little trip? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know, like, what what are we doing here? Like, when did we put, enter a Wes Anderson movie? Right. <laughs> that is what it feels like. Yeah. Like this song, I'm like, what? What? Am, why am I listening to this? I, I don't like this kind of music. <laughs> Wes Anderson's "We Bought an Asgard." <laughs> yeah, we bought an Asgard. <laughs> uh, it comes apart. I, my 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 kids love this part of the movie too. Get, yeah, this is interesting. Get, you know, this is interesting. Dad bought Thor. I got the king of Asgard there, probably. A million kegs piled up. I forgot where New Asgard. I think it's near New York too, as well. Somewhere in the coast, maybe Maine. I don't know. Kind of ripe in here. It's like basically like a like a like a like a shitty frat house. Yeah, for one. Yeah. What was your reaction to Dad by Thor? <laughs> gas. This got a, a huge gas yeah. throughout the the theater. Um, shocking. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I hope that's a bodysuit and, and Chris Hemsworth didn't put on right. Put on right. Role. Oh man. There's Korg. Korg and Mika back. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Meek supposed to be yeah, dead at one point? Yeah. New Master's calling me a dickhead. <laughs> I think they revealed New Master was the guy in the Apple store, I think, from from um, Winter Soldier. Oh, did they? I think somebody said that, yeah. They're playing, they're sitting there playing Fortnite. That's, brief. That's a pretty place. funny callback, if so. Yeah. Like he's made of giant mirror box. He's like, just keep calling me a dickhead. <laughs> Man, I have such mixed feelings about Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the time it was it was so shocking and yeah, and honestly bold to to make that choice to show like this is you know he's he's in a real funk this is what happens to a lot of people when they're in a state of, you know, extended depression and PTSD as, as he is. Um, so, so visually it's, it's a, a way to illustrate that, well, but it's before, all kind of a gag, right? It's, it's, yeah. I was like, what? I look like a superhero. Because, yeah. It's, uh, it's Chris Hemsworth <laughs> in a hot suit. It's, it's there to, to give you a laugh, but I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of, Daring 
And, and the, yeah. the fact that they not only that they that they went there, but they don't reverse it. Like, yeah, because you, you so expect that, you know, by the third act that there's going to be like a big training montage and he gets back into fighting shape. But no, I mean, they they really let it ride out the rest yeah. of this movie. This is just this is just how he is. And you can't just um, you can't just go back that easily. And um, I, I thought that that was kind of um, admirable, but I'm not sure how I feel about it now. I, I sort of think that while all that is true, like it, it does, I mean, put us in his mindset very effectively. I, I think it's more of a, I think it's more of a sight gag at the end of the day than it is yeah. a legitimate character development um because because when you think about it, this is such a fat thor is such a um a footnote in the history of the mcu now because it's it's really just this movie and then we're done with it right like we just yeah we're done we're like okay yeah that was that was that worked for that and you know now we're all we're all moving on let's forget about it it's just sort of i don't know that it still works for me today I mean, even like his, his beard is scratched. His hair is just like yeah. And I just think that wash. maybe would have been enough. You know, just make him kind of just generally disheveled. I mean, yeah. you can still make the Lebowski jokes if you want to. Just mm-hmm. but the uh, we got to make him fat. Let's put him in a fat suit kind of thing. It's such a it it makes it a little bit maybe too over the top. Yeah. So like, he's a god. Does he have to work out? I mean. Right, and it yeah it does sort of invite those weird questions. How much beer must a god drink to get to the point of letting himself go? I guess I you know I don't know who wants to think about those so, questions. I had no clue what this was when I watched it because I you know no frame of reference on it. Who yeah, um, I've never been crazy about this stuff. Yeah. I love this uh, this this actor right here though, because he's uh, he's like in everything where they need like, oh, yeah, a, yeah. a seasoned martial arts guy. I mean, he was in Snake Eyes, he was in uh, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot. I mean, his I think he's oh he's in Bullet Train. Oh, is he in Bullet Train? Yeah, he's I'm in not Bullet Train. He yet. plays um. Uh, Pretty pivotal, the uh, father of a like the grandfather of a kid that gets uh, taken hmm. or or threatened or something. I forgot what it is. Yeah, I still got to see that. Yeah, it's 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 a fun movie, actually. I mean, definitely, uh, it's like a light lighter hearted John Wick, but there are some there are some 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 nice kills in that movie. Okay. And you see Fastos and uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Quicksilver as brothers. Oh, okay. Which Quicksilver? MCU Quicksilver. MCU Quicksilver, yeah. Okay. And he's really good in it, actually. So this is just his mission in life now, as as the Ronin. Which this this we we do get. Uh, a little more on this in Hawkeye. A little bit. I, I felt like um, 
as good as that show was, it really didn't know what to do with all this. Because mm-hmm. it's like, he doesn't really... If he has any guilt over this time period, it sure doesn't really come out in that show. And the show doesn't want to dwell on the fact that he was this... Clint was this murderous vigilante for five some odd years like it i don't know and like i said i i was never crazy about this this development even at the time i just felt like it was in here only because hawkeye was uh ronin in the comics for a period it's a neat costume it's it's a neat visual but it feels so tacked on i mean it just feels so tacked on in this movie that that he would do that. I mean, I get that he's grieving his family and, you know, but it, it's just such a, it's such a leap for me to, yeah. to connect this to the, the that opening scene. Um, it is. And we get, that we uh, saw so powerful. We get the reunion of Natasha and Clint there. Mm-hmm. And then, so and then that's it. Like that's, there's know. not another word said about it. We yeah. don't, you know, yeah. like it's, uh, I, I hate the Ronin stuff so much. I, I love you call it some ratchet. Very hulky. Hulk, very hulky. <laughs> either either Scott is like sitting there saving the day or is he a bumbling idiot or is a bumbling doofus yeah. yeah I think they, they do the whole baby I hit her out Oh, and here we get. Here's where we get the ground rules, right? Yeah. Of, of um, time travel in this universe. Yeah. They reference all these time travel movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there's no. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like Hulk could have found a yeah. less in my um, head on like lots of powers like and I've got yeah. cross eyed. <laughs> I think he could have found a simpler way to explain yeah. it. But he is a brainiac. Yeah. So so they pass through the quantum realm? Right? Yeah, I guess you gotta go the- you gotta shrink. Got to go subatomic, go through the yeah. quantum realm, pop out of the quantum realm yeah. in the past. Mm-hmm. Get that Barton farm. So not only do you have to put it in time coordinates, you got to put it in like here where, you're, where you want to pop out geographically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
little bit. <laughs> Depends on where I go. Right. Yeah, that that's the question. Um Clint's hair in this movie is wait for Yeah, me, I was about but to say his hair is terrible. It's butt. It's butt it's butt as, as we like to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like what is up with that? Like can I just stay here? Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I need more time. Hmm. Let's see, he went back uh, a little bit more because Wiley looks uh, a bit younger. <laughs> right. And maybe Nathaniel wasn't even born yet. It's like, God damn it. Well, it's right there. So it works. No, uh, rec- do they do they need to uh, fine tune anything? Perhaps. So now they're breaking down where are the stones. Mm-hmm. So you've got to use the um, the formula to get there, and then you've got to use it again to get back. I take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his hand in his pants like Al Bundy. Mm. Yeah, he's the only one that's had any encounter with that stone. This is me uh, muddling through a, a Zoom meeting earlier. <laughs> in the week. They seem as disinterested in the plot of Thor the Dark World as the as rest of the world was. <laughs> yes. Scott's like trying to like (laughs) trying to keep up. Come on, (laughs) wrap it up. Like, one of the most awkward points in Avengers. Thor wants a Bloody Mary. I like he's eating uh, Hulka Hulka Burning. Hulka Hulka Burning fudge, I think. Oh, is that a the new Ben and Jerry's flavor? Yeah. It is green. Look at it. Yeah. Look. <laughs> of course, God gets abused. <laughs> 
all these names, Morag, Vormir, they're like, what, what are these? Okay, Miss uh, Natasha and your notepad. <laughs> He's like, not it. I'm not going. I'm not going to the murder planet. <laughs> We're gonna talk here. This is Toronto. <laughs> I like Natasha being the being the one to put this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call it time heist. Whatever it takes. And Thor is in the back, like, eating. <laughs> I think we had this in uh, the trailer as well, the shot, I think. Or yeah. some version of it. I believe so, even before. I think Thor, though. I think Thor was not that Thor. That would well, make was, sense. Yeah, they would not want to give that away. Yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. give that away. Just like they didn't give away that. Uh, like, there was something in trailer where he had two eyes. Ragnarok. Oh, in Ragnarok. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and they also CG'd um, Hulk into the the scene yeah. in Infinity War where it was actually just Banner in the um, the yeah. Hulkbuster. So it was when they're all charging at Thanos or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it takes. What do you what, now? What do you think of the the teams that they come up with here? Do you think they 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 got it right? Do you think there was anything you want you would have rather seen together? Um. Well, I know that. Um... It, another one of those, like, oh, isn't it convenient that that Clint and Natasha were, were the two to uh, go yeah. to uh, what's uh, the Mora Vormir? Vormir, excuse me. Yeah. Um, and it's like, no, nah, I think Nebula probably set that. I mean, she knew the score, right? She she must yeah. have known what it took to get the Soul Gem. Yeah, and I I feel like she was the one who said, um, it's going to have to be you two. Um, yeah, can't really elaborate, no... but. Yeah. But well, because there are no other Avengers, I think, that are that close as Natasha right. and Steve are, right? Right. I mean, Rhodey and Tony, but not not that not that close. I love I love the throwback here. It's yeah, like, you don't want to risk it. You don't want to lose somebody, and it's like, well, you know, that actually doesn't count. That that doesn't count as the sacrifice. You yeah. Think it was. I, I do kind of love when we get like different perspectives of things we know. Like we did get this in Hawkeye and stuff. We did get this in some other things. Yeah, I, I, I love how Bruce is like embarrassed of his uh, former uh, Hulk self. Oh yeah, and Cap is embarrassed of his former costume. I believe. <laughs> well, it's not like they went back to the banner, the Eric uh, the Norton Hulk here. True. Or the Lou Ferrigno Hulk days. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to be angry Hulk. It's like, I don't know how to mindlessly Hulk out. <laughs> I 
And we see that the ancient one was... Uh, this is cool, too. Yeah, yeah seeing that, um, that she was very active during this behind the scenes. Yeah. And it wasn't just the Avengers. I mean, this is a character I don't think anyone expected to see in this. Not that it's a large role in this movie, but it's kind of an important one. Yeah. Mm. In fact, uh, she she boosts a banner out of uh, Hawker. Yeah. Were you one of the people bothered by the casting of her or no? Oh, no, not really. Yeah. She's such a good actress. Yeah. I like how they snuck by Loki here. Yeah, like it or not, we will revisit for the Dark World. <laughs> we're going to make that movie matter, goddammit. We're, we're determined... You may not like it, you sons of bitches, but it, it counts. <laughs> Aren't you drunk well, enough already? I don't know. I mean, can you kind of travel drunk? Yeah. Uh, here, here we go. We, we don't see enough of these days. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, just despite my protests over over the time travel, it does give us some nice little moments, some yeah. nice character moments here in this mm-hmm. second act of uh, yeah. of this epic film. Yeah. Thor is Thor's, Thor's dealing with some stuff. Yeah, he's not handling this well. Yeah. On top of everything he's been uh, dealing with, now he's going to see his mom the day she dies. You can't yeah. do anything to stop it. Yeah, even if, even if he does stop it, it's not like it's going to actually bring yeah. her back for, for yeah. his purposes. We'll save her yeah, in this timeline, but... Mm-hmm. That, yeah, Rocket being the voice of reason a lot in this, in this movie. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I... It really goes out of my brain that that's Bradley Cooper. I just think yeah. it's Rocket. That's yeah. all I think. He does such a job, a great job of just being the character that you don't realize it's him unless you sit there and you actively think about it. Right. It's not like that voice sounds like Bradley Cooper's voice. It's just yeah. his performance. And mm-hmm. when there's when there's nothing else to go on, no visual cues, you definitely forget yeah. Who's behind that voice? A lot of people are saying that he's on the uh, chopping block for Guardians 3, that character. Rocket? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on what the future of... Of the Guardians is, yeah. Of the Guardians. Yeah, are, are they going to try to do more? <laughs> uh, who knows? James Gunn <laughs> seems like he's kind of ready to wash yeah, his hands of it. Yeah. 
He did direct, I believe, the Guardians parts in the movies, I believe. Mm, that's what I've heard, yeah. yeah. Well, I think because you told me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh, think yeah. I knew that otherwise. <laughs> yeah, so they split up. All they have to do is not fall out. <laughs> hey, enjoy the ride. Be your last. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. This is, I forgot yeah. about this. This is a funny scene. I do. I did love the, uh, I did love this opening. You'd think they might have timed this to go back a little bit further, like yeah. maybe a few hours earlier than it really is. And we see what Nebula and Gamora and Thanos were up to in 2014. Yeah. Oof. Mm. It's a good way to get rid of uh, your enemy. People, there was a there was a pop in the crowd for this part when we see Gamora again. Yeah, her reappearance. Yeah, we see Leviathan uh, fly by there. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is not the uh, softened, you know, part of the team Gamora. This is right. This is I I I, I work for my dad. Got to get these stones, Gamora. And the very intense sibling rivalry that has not yes. yet been resolved. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Let me get our first appearance of uh, 2014 Thanos. Right. This um, bladed weapon he carries, uh, not unlike a helicopter blade. Yeah, which, pretty much. Which I have seen some fans speculate is a nod to the uh, Thanos copter. Ah. Um, which I, I don't even know how to begin to <laughs> describe. And here's where uh, our heroes get made here. The little connection. Right, she's experiencing some entanglement with her future self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is happening? I think that goes in the hall. You can't see yourself run into your old self. Now you can't have a, a... cerebral with your old self. Yeah, better better not have a, a cerebral implant that is functionally identical in the same <laughs> place at the same time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Fun seeing the aftermath of this yeah. Battle of New York also. I mean, the immediate aftermath. 
<laughs> did nothing for your ass. That's America's ass. And then Rumlow is back. There, and Sitwell. Yeah, I mean, I I hated this guy. He just looks douchey. And then when he says, yeah, yeah high jokes to the senator, uh-huh. I was like, oh! never a reason to hate him now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sure it was that easy to shut somebody up. Boy, do they fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. Cool. A little nod to his uh, fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't like that. And a call, but yeah, another call back. So ultimately, it was, yeah, I guess it was Hydra that ended up with the the scepter because uh, yeah. Baron Strucker had it at the start of Age of Ultron. Yes. They get it back. That's <laughs> yeah, nice lobby of Stark uh, Tower here. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Axe Friday Spring. God. Very twenty fourteen, uh twenty twelve reference actually. Yeah. Yeah, really. It's twenty twelve. Okay. Robert Redford back. Yeah, that has got to be the most unexpected yeah. guest appearance in this movie. Because he had just retired from acting, right? Like he was, yeah. he made a whole big to do about how he was done. And mm-hmm. I guess maybe he filmed this before all that. 
They might have, they might have just done it for a day. I mean, how, mm -hmm. how long does it really take to film this this part yeah. here? Pull my pen. I love how this just this goes to shit very quickly. <laughs> Loki's just like something's going on here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. And making making a halt take the stairs just totally screws everything up. Yeah, that backfired. Yeah. He's just like, all right, fuck that, I'm out of here now. And yeah, he was as much a liability as an asset back then. And that, and we all sit there going, wait, wait, what happened? Like, like, where is this going to go? What, where's Loki? And a lot of people, that was a question we had for a long time until we get the Loki series. Right. Enter Loki the series. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that wasn't supposed to go that way. Oh, we blew it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Old cap versus new cap. And the new cap cusses. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I was such a doofus. <laughs> I can do this all day. <laughs> oh man. Rogers the musical, yes. Yes. Oof. What a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. oh. I mean, I guess they had to do they had to do something like this in a, in yeah. a time travel story. Then I'll go overboard with it. Somebody had to find themselves. Mm hmm. Totally missed what happened in 2012, you guys. Great yep. <laughs> line here. He <laughs> 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 looks around. <laughs> oh, put a nice little sun hat on so he doesn't get supper. <sighs> we get the whole uh, man of science versus man of faith. Yeah. This is a weird explanation. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, we got a little exposition up here. I mean, this isn't really entirely true, right? I mean, there's yeah. 
we saw in Loki, I mean, we've seen even in this movie that time travel in and of itself creates a branch timeline. It doesn't have anything to do with the Infinity Stones necessarily. I mean, I guess that's another way that it happens, but yeah, I don't know. It, it She made it sound like that was the only way it worked. Bottom line is you're not supposed to tamper with the Infinity Stones, remove them from yeah. one timeline. But he says, oh, we'll bring them back. Yeah. Now, uh, is convinced. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I trust her age. She sees the future, I guess, on what he becomes. See, yeah. Seems to have this um, precognition. Easy for me to say. Yeah. She's like, oh, don't make me regret this. Well, at least they sent the right one to go after the time stone. Yeah. I think any, anybody else would have gotten it from her. Oh. Uh, we get the return of uh, Ebony Maw. The hype man. Maybe it was back up on the uh, the lift there, basically, like the car. Yeah. Hmm. I like that we get the uh, the children of Thanos return for a brief period of time. Right. right. Get a lot of shine. Unless you know that they've pretty much always been in the picture. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see more from them, like I said, in Infinity War. I don't know if we get, like, there's somebody that deserves a movie, a show, or something like that, but I would like to know more about them. Mm. So they're getting, they're getting made, basically, by Thanos. Yeah. I don't know what they did to me two years ago. I'm still trying to get over that. Yeah, I suppose they did thwart his whatever exactly his plan was with Loki. I guess he's going to get allow Loki to to keep Earth in exchange for uh, mm-hmm. in exchange for the stone. The Tesseract. Now they know where to go. We'll go back to, uh, to Asgard. 
Trigger ERS. <laughs> yeah, I like that she's the one who sneaks up on him. Yeah. She was really powerful, so in terms of her abilities. She doesn't seem, yeah, she does not seem surprised by his appearance here. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think anything surprises her. She seems to have that yeah. extra sensory sort of awareness. Like she basically says, everybody said, "Life hasn't been kind to you, has it?" Mm. Well, you're going to look like shit, Thor. <laughs> At least she didn't say you look tired. Worst thing yeah. you can ever say to a person. <laughs> you look peaky. <laughs> Thor, Thor barely needs a therapist. Badly, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if she returned to do this. She may have. I guess this is what her, you could consider it her first return yeah. to the fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they had to mend some fences with her. I don't know. It seems like that was maybe a little blown out of proportion. In the media, she, she thought that she thought that Patty Jenkins was going to direct yeah. that second Thor movie. It didn't work out. She wasn't crazy about it, but she was still under contract. She did it, but I don't think I don't think there was ever any animosity, truly. But yeah. she just probably didn't have a lot of desire to to return to the role after after that, and, and they didn't have much desire or reason to bring her back. Until they did. Yeah. Easily, that's dropping on Disney Plus soon, too. Mm. Hmm. You'll have to do that one with Sean Kidd. I definitely, for sure. If I don't, I love it. Mm hmm. <laughs> He's trying as hard as he can to convince her. Yeah. She's like, can't you can't get away a fate here. I do think it'd be neat if he in a weird roundabout way he had prevented her death here. Again, not that it would affect our timeline, yeah. but just to kind of give him that little something that's, you know, that's somewhere out there. His mom is, is still alive. Like, he is still working. Here. All right. Basically steals from 20, whatever. Which he basically steals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is a funny scene. here. <laughs> I know, like, and we're sitting there like, oh, yeah, it's the same scene. Like, this is fun. I mean, in a lot of ways, this movie is just sort of an excuse to do a clip show. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, old sitcom style of yeah. of the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> she just says, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just knocks her, knocks her out. Oh, God. <laughs> ah, so this is the reason why they, yeah. they had to time it so close. They needed this tool to extract the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's referencing the other Jones here. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, you go, you die, and I'll, I'll get, I'll get the story at the seven. Oh yeah, so if he, tr- if Rody tried to do it, what was happening? Like, uh, thanks. It's a robot. Great Terminator. Yeah, sure is. Nice little exchange between them, too. Yeah. Relating on the basis of. What amounts to disabilities? Yeah. I mean, Nebula is the, you know, we didn't think she was going to be such a pivotal part of this movie. No. If if somebody had said to you, Tim, you know, which character do you think will have the biggest effect on the overall plot of this movie? Where's Nebula in that discussion? Not in the conversation. Not at all. She's like down at the bottom, maybe just above Rhodey. And Scott, maybe going into you didn't think Scott was going to have much to do with Clint. But I got to say, I really appreciate it because yeah. she increasingly has become maybe my my favorite part of the Guardians movies, yeah. especially in that that second volume. I I think yeah. she's she kind of steals the show there. Yeah, for me, for me, when the character has a great arc over a movie or two movies, whatever, that's that's really what gets me in. And her arc is incredible. I mean, Yondu yeah, has really a good is. one. I yeah. mean, I could agree. Like, the greatest arc to me, actually, is David in Schitt's Creek. To see where that character oh, okay. starts at and where this character ends at. It's yeah. just an incredible, you know, testament. A lot of growth. His, yeah. his talent as a writer. And, yeah, so, so you see that with Nebula with these movies. Mm-hmm. It's a cat. Now, I'm kind of confused here. It's like, if she's like part robot, but yet she can be choked? Yeah, I mean, I guess she still has enough Cyborgist. biological components that... Yeah. Just uh, like Frankenstein's monster. One of the few things that hasn't been replaced. Yeah. I guess is her windpipe. She's <laughs> like, oh shit. Okay, so one of the things this this movie does, especially with with this depiction of Thanos from the past, from 2014, he learns 
that he succeeds in the future, basically. And he's deciding now, well, if I, if I know that I am inevitable, as the line is, that, that I am going to succeed, mm-hmm. then why don't I just take the shortcut? Not have to go on this quest for all the stones. I, I know I'm that I've basically gotten them in the future. So let me just skip a few steps. And yeah. it makes him more of a, it makes him more of an out and out villain, this version of Thanos. And it strips away some of that, I think, nobility that they tried to imbue him with in, in Infinity War, which I argued really didn't work for me because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a genocidal maniac um, yeah. at the end of the day. And I, you know, I, I get that they had to put in they had to put in the work since he was such a prominent character, as I would argue, the protagonist of Infinity War. They had to try. I just wasn't crazy about his motivation or that decision to, um, I guess, give so much of that movie over to him. But here, they don't have to do that. They can just make, yeah, they're like, yeah, he's, he's an asshole. He's a, he's a villain. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, he's shit. <laughs> and in a way, like, I mean, he's not as deep of a character, but it works a little bit better for me now. I'm like, yeah, just let him be a pure bad guy. Yeah. Problem with that, though, is... This, this Thanos of the past does not have the same personal connections to all the characters yeah. that will, you know, develop over the course of Infinity War. So everybody, you know, at the end, when everybody's, as, as we will see, wants numerous different characters who have legitimate beef with Thanos to try to get over on him. He doesn't even know what their, what their problem is. And I... I do think that hurts the the movie a little bit, but we'll see if we even notice it, right? I mean... There we get our Stanley. Mm. Who looks like Mark Mark Maron right there. I've always thought Mark Maron should... Well, always. Ever since I knew who Mark Maron was, I thought he should play Stanley in a movie. I'm sure they'll do a biopic of Stanley at some point. They call Mark Maron... Like what's that yeah, about? To do a a Mad Men style treatment of Marvel comics, the Marvel bullpen, and like uh, from like the sixties through maybe the eighties, um, that's kind of my dream project. I would love to see something like that. I don't know how much appeal that would have to a mass audience, but I would absolutely love to see something like that. Yvette Nicole Brown, great uh, character actress. <laughs> One thing I hadn't noticed before is Tony. So Tony is hit by a planet and then he gets hit by a Hulk. Physically, he's getting the shit kicked out of him lately in the last few years. Tony does eat shit throughout the course mm-hmm. of the <clears throat> and it's the same base where they had uh, the consciousness of um, 
Part of Zola. Zola, right? Of Zola, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. He called him. We get a, uh, I don't know if they de him or if it's just makeup with John Slyer right here. Um, As, uh, right. Yeah, I mean, hard to say. It's a nice exchange that we get here between Tony and his dad. Yeah, with Thor, we get the moment with his mom. We're going to get now some dad feelings here with Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Howard and Howard. <laughs> he takes his, uh, he takes Pepper's last name. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know what I would do if I ran for my dad at a young age. Kind of weird seeing younger. Yeah, that's that'll throw you for a loop. Yeah, you know, going to the bowling alley and seeing my my, my dad is a little guy, you know, <laughs> bowling two bowling two twenty two thirty games with my uncle using him as a good old Ant Man helmet. Yeah, for uh, hustling. Get more de-aged Michael Douglas here. <laughs> yes, with that mop. Well, because we already had him de-aged once. Right. Is this, is this the streets of San Francisco, Michael Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe coma Michael Douglas? What was, was that the late 70s? Yeah. A lot of costume changes here yeah. for uh, Steve and Tony in the in the yeah. time heist sequence. This was very shrewd, though. It's shrewd of them to kill uh, two birds with one stone, go back into the past in order to retrieve the Tesseract. At the same time, you can snag some more Pine particles. Yeah. Well, there was, they had to because if they don't find the, the pin particles, they can't, they're trapped. They're stuck now, right? They've, yeah. yeah. They're, they, right. So they only had enough for um, one round trip each. Mm-hmm. So they, what they should have used to go home, they, they used to go further mm-hmm. back into the past. Because there's no plutonium. Like, you know, <laughs> like Marty has no plutonium. They have to improvise and use the uh, bolt of lightning. Yeah, yes. Or or if it's Star Trek Four, the one with the whales, they have no dilithium crystals. (laughs) They they have to get creative. This is a kind of a scene where you kind of like Peggy, uh, you know, loved them for all those years. No matter what happened in her life after that. Margaret Carter. Uh, we get Haley Atwell returning again. Mm-hmm. They aged her up a little bit. A little bit, yep. Which they would have to. I mean, 30, 30 years since World War II. Mm-hmm. She's got to be in her 50s here, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. At least. Yeah. 
I mean, she lives to be pretty old too, right? In her nineties, she dies in the Civil War. Looks that way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we get an age before her yeah. death. <clears throat> Howard Stark getting parenting advice from Tony. Yeah. He's only been a parent for about four years now. (laughs) (laughs) Odd girl. Boy, they let these, um, I mean, for, for a movie that is truly a Hollywood tentpole epic, they let these character moments breathe. Yeah. I mean, That's other than those, those little, little smatterings here and there of action, we haven't had, like, the big action set piece. It's all going to be concentrated for, for the climax. Shows a shows a lot of restraint for a movie like this. Yeah. Oh yeah, we get uh, Jarvis. Jarvis there. Yeah. Who was a character in in uh, Agent Carter? If you have watched mm. that one. Uh, yes, vaguely remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the Avengers Butler in the comics. Yeah. They're Alfred, if you will. Well, fighting with yourself here. Mm-hmm. Try to look a little bit more. <laughs> Excuse me. Hope I don't get the hiccups. I just, yeah. uh, swallowed a bunch of water. Yeah. And hopefully my bladder holds up for another hour. Yeah. So yeah, far, was, so good. I will say that was my, that's been my concern too. With these long, yeah. Longer movies. So far. I'm going to lie. I think it was, uh, Ant Man Wasp, I think literally as soon as I hung up, I ran into the bathroom. Yeah, that, that's happened to me on a few of these. But um, That's the good thing about Pixar movies. They're short. Also, the fact that I drink 64 ounces of water every day. <laughs> Great. Never thought I would do that. I never would. I even bought this fancy bottle that's big, and no, I just find myself. Oh, you got one of those expensive water bottles. I huh? did, and I and I broke it, and then I bought another one. I haven't used it. I just take this, I drink it in the morning, and I refill it three times. Okay. I don't know why the big ass. I mean, whatever it's, works. Like, it's, in, in, it's intimidating those big ass water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So did you, uh, see, yeah. this was another surprise we get, right? Well, we saw him in Infinity War. So oh, that's right. Stands to reason he would he would show up again. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah. we still don't know exactly what has brought him to this point. Yeah. As our friend JT Rosero would say, why does Red Skull have a, have a job now? Yeah. Have this job of all things. Played by uh, the incredibly talented Ross Markman. He looks like Skeletor with yeah, the hood and yeah. everything. What do you think if they would do like one shots? Like, like just, just I us, have been clamoring a, for them to do one shots. It was like explain half an hour to an hour on mm-hmm. uh, fill in the plot holes, fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah, these questions that it's not enough for a whole movie or a whole mm-hmm. series, but they should literally do a show called. Marvel one shots. That's just an yeah. anthology show and have like a bunch of them set during this five year gap. Yeah. Um, in this movie and have them and have them just fill in these unanswered questions. Yeah. Call it like tales from the snap or something. Or yeah. Whatever. Like where, yeah. Yeah. Like where did red skull go at the end of captain America, the first Avenger? Well, we don't know, but at some point along the way, he ended up on Vormir with this job as kind of an ethereal spirit, we think. I mean, I don't I don't know what his state of being exactly is here. So, so what was your thoughts when we get here now? One of them's got to go. One of them's right. got to go, exactly. And I'm going, uh, this is kind of... I'm like, how do they how do they get around this? Because at this point in the movie, I'm not thinking either of them is going to die. Yeah. Um, even if they do, like we're we're still some ways out from our climax. Yeah, we're about an hour or so. I mean, so it's like, are we really going to do this? Yeah, I mean, they they gave us a like a little misdirect with Clint and Ultron because. Everybody's like, oh, he's, he's married, he's got kids, oh, he's dying. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So we've already been misled on him once. I think everybody here was thinking he was going to be the one to go, because he's, honestly, he's more disposable than Natasha, I think. It is. And, and at this point in, in the MCU history. Plus, there's something po- poetic to him giving yeah. his life so that his family can live kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but once again... Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna launch into it. At least not yet. Yeah. And they really have to fight each other. Stupid haircut. That haircut is just. I wish. I wish they could have sacrificed the haircut at least. I know. He looks like James Corden. Stupid. James Corden after he uh, yeah, had the Weight Watchers for a while. <laughs> a little bit, maybe. <laughs> uh, I hate his run, too, by the way. <laughs> I really, I hate his run. Sorry. Ugh. I guess I've never thought about it, but uh, yeah. you make a good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, look at this. This stupid run of his. <laughs> It is pretty stupid. Look at look at this. 
dumbass run. Dumbass run. I mean, the character does get redeemed in the Hawkeye show, so. Kind of like, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you feel you get more fleshed out. As much as I did enjoy that show, I'm like, and now at this. Why point, did it yeah, have to be her? Why yeah. did it have to be Natasha? At this point, yeah, I'm, it's starting to dawn like the position that they're in. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be Natasha. Yeah. She's going to sacrifice herself because Clint is Clint. There's no Clint stuck. He's, yep. he's tied to it, and she's just holding on to her. Hello, Jess. <laughs> and I get the whole argument yeah. that, well, you know, her story was finished. Like, yeah. that that was, what more can she really do? But I'm like, hello, this is a, this is a serialized narrative. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't yeah. buy that whole once someone's story is over, they must die yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. find something else for her to do. I mean, it's a Give her a new mission in life. Oh, uh, Natasha, it sucks. Ugh. It really sucks. Yeah, I mean, because everybody at this point too were still clamoring for her to have a solo movie. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess again, we get it, but it it felt a little, yeah, too little, too late. Go going into this movie, where was Natasha on the odds board of, of not making it out of the movie? Yeah, pretty, didn't pretty, he? pretty low. Not not a favorite. You know? That's probably why there's so much weight to it. You know, and Clint wakes up here in this, I don't know, inlet or whatever it is with the, uh, mm-hmm. the soul stone in his possession. Yeah. And then the only way he can get the soul stone is a sacrifice. I also think they should do a Disney Plus thing with, um, we talked about do like an anthology show, do yeah. do like a, a limited series, hell, make it another animated series, like What If, that yeah. that shows Captain America and his little quest to put all the, the stuff oh, yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Again, foregone conclusion, we know how that ends up, but still could be a fun story to tell adventure adventures that he has um, and now the rest of them are going through what Clint went through Steve just knows mm. like you know, you know like they all return they think they all return and you go from literally elation and then a heartbeat later yeah. to the devastation of losing one of their own because she's the first of the original to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't lost any major heroes up to this point. We lost some other characters, but not a major, like, hero, a lead. And the rest of them are just sitting here dealing with it now. Thor, thinking kind of pragmatically here, mm-hmm. we've got the stones, we can just bring her back, right? Mm-hmm. Seems to be against the rules. (laughs) 
red floating guy. Cap. Red. Tell me more about the red floating guy. Yeah, Clint getting loud here with Thor. He's like, I know who the red guy is. Seeing that uh, Hulk is still possessed of a little bit of rage there, throwing yeah. the uh, well, they, <laughs> throwing a piece of furniture into orbit. Yeah. Well, they never resolved the uh, the Bruce Natasha. Uh, they really did romance, right? <laughs> Come on, I had to. I hope they're still selling these, but by the time I make it out to California, they have the Infinity, uh, Tony's Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, hold, t- the Tony. That holds a, uh, a, a bottle of soda. Oh, okay. Now they have a Buzz Lightyear one, too. <laughs> and also, they just came out with a Lego set for the, uh, the, the, the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. I have seen that, you know. I do, I do have the... Uh, the Thanos one. Yeah, the Inth- the Thanos one. Yeah, pain yes put together because it kind of it, it's, it kind of falls apart. I just put together my uh, trash compactor one, and you got slide pieces, and that just was pissing me off. I'm like, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, it'll work. So now they're arguing over who's going to be the one to do this. Who's going to do the honors exactly? Thor does make a compelling argument. I mean, he is a god, so... But Hulk is the strongest one there is. Yes. He's mostly gamma. (laughs) Made for it. There you go. Made for it. But meanwhile, that's not the nebula that we know and trust. Hmm. Shit. Yeah, you know. I'm forgetting how exactly. Um, So, this nebula used our nebula's uh, pin particles to to bring back everybody to pour herself in into the future. So Thanos should not have any more pen particles, right? No. I love the protocol names too. Between this and Spartan door. Yeah. Like we need to batten down the hatches here Friday. Mm. Well, at least it's uh, adjustable. Yeah. Say, if that was meant to be, if that was meant to be one size fits all, then yeah, be a problem. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess I'm thinking, I don't understand how she did this. Yeah. She didn't be able to open it. She shouldn't be able to open any gateway to the yeah. past if, if there's no more pen particles in play. Mm-hmm. That's a good question, yeah. Oof. I don't think, I don't know that's ever been adequately addressed, yeah. but... So much, so much else going on that you sort of yeah, you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scott Pond, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, did it work? More birds. Yeah. It's like the Alcorn guy. Why do, I wonder when it went through like animals' minds. Like, it, it, I know. Like, that's. That would freak me out, though. Like, well, what? Wait. At least he still has the same number. Yeah. And change the digits over here. And like, uh oh. Again, we get these fires followed by the. Yeah. These uh, moments of peril here. Can't let that moment breathe. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oof. Thanos just blows the shit out of Avengers Campus here. Yeah. They're in parallel, they're split apart. So right here, Mm -hmm. we're getting a call back to um, one of uh, our our good friend Sean Kidd's favorites, uh, the original Secret Wars from the 80s. Hulk um, was lifting, holding up an entire mountain to save the various Marvel heroes. I gotta imagine that's what that is referencing. Is that Toby? Yeah. No, that's, uh... <laughs> I can hear him. Yeah. He had to say hi at some point, yeah. right? Quitting that fucking hair. I just... God, it's so yeah. awful. And they up in the basement here, it looks like. That's the, uh, the sub-basement. Area. There's the gong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's not a good sound. Do these things have a name? Uh, as far as you remember, are they just like the not dem- the not the, that the, I can remember the Demogorgons of uh, Marvel here, basically. I think that yeah, 
that's that's the idea. Thanos mm-hmm. is back on the playing field. Mm-hmm. Again, I I think that's talk about plot holes. I I would say that one's a bit of a yeah. plot hole. How he was able to just how she could just warp him from the past like that without using the the fem particles. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, because they they would need that the exact you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Head. He he brings a whole army, right? Yeah. It's it's him and all the demogorgons and yeah. and everything. Yeah. And we do get some sisterly bonding after all. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think the uh, the MVP, Karen Gilliam may be one of the unheralded MVPs in this movie. Yeah. She's. She's so good. She really disappears into this performance. Yes. She really does, and she's she's so good. She's really good in Jumanji movies. Uh, I I do want to watch that um, movie she has on uh, Netflix that came out last year, I think. Yeah. Right, something like lip, lip, lipstick milkshake or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, but I I want to see her. There's talk of her being one of the, the leads of the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, based, okay. on, based on the character Red, which is from the ride, her and Marco Roby supposed to be leading it. So this here, huh. from this point forward, this is why I went to see it a second time. This is what I wanted to see. I literally sat there and like kind of like yeah, eh, like the whole I mean, up to this point, I got up, I peed, I went, and I, you know, I was like I didn't care, but I was like I made sure my ass is in the seat. Yeah, you know, hydrated, bladder empty, because I need to see this again on the big screen. And it's just like a, a full hour, basically, of, yeah. of all-out action from here. Mm-hmm. And we get the uh, the original three, I guess you want to call them? The big, the big three. Big three. Call back to their, you know, the three of them in the Avengers movie in the forest. Mm-hmm. And Thor is working. Kill him two, properly. Two weapons here. That was a scene from trailers also. Yeah. And this is here where uh where Josh Ball is so good here. His little monologues and everything. Yeah, this is this is a pure dick villain Thanos, which again I'm I'm kind of more on board with, yeah. with this depiction than what we got in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the character connections be damned. It's it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's ready to fight, and he, he not only does he want to fight them and kill them, he wants to like torture them. 
and give them pain, like mess them up. Oh yeah, Thanos. Thanos is a sadist. At the end of the day, he has lots of justifications for what he does, but yeah. ultimately, he's he's a psychopath. He he and he yeah. enjoys inflicting pain. Yeah. It turns him on. Yeah. Now this is where I thought we were going to lose Cap. Mm, yeah, it's some, somewhere, at some somewhere point in here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I thought his last words were I could do this all day. And then uh-huh. and he would fall and he would drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bloop. <laughs> bloop. I think uh Clint's cardio is up to date, huh? Jeez, yeah. Get that line from a uh, you know, Ray Stance or the other Ghostbusters. It smells like barbecue dog in here. <laughs> oh, Venkman. I'm sorry. I just forgot. I just forgot. <laughs> that Canadian accent comes out. <laughs> oh, Venkman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you don't really know her, Clint. Ah, shit. Like, Wait, no, wait, wait, no. That's not how it's supposed to work. Gamora with the face turn? The face turn. Yeah, the yeah. face turn. The early face turn. Yeah. The unscheduled face turn. Yeah. Well, we weren't expecting to see her again in this movie. Yeah. Mm. Nebula, let's Nebula. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. As much as she wants to change, you know, it's not going to do any good. Well, that, ne- that version of Nebula. That, that Nebula. Maybe in time, but yeah. that was something they were preciously short on right now. We got another call back here to the Avengers. Ah, yep. Uh-huh. They're just pulling out all the stops here, these guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three-prong attack. Yeah, and it's like, what's Cap really going to do if, if Iron Man and Thor... Yeah. Aren't making a dent in the sky. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. do you think you think uh, Buff Thor has a better chance than uh, than Fat Thor? Uh He's still I mean, pretty tough here. The extra weight doesn't seem to be really yeah. slowing him down. Yeah. We got our mm. get our next. This was a huge, yeah, travel girl. Oh, man. This, this was, was 
This was a pop and a half in the theater. Yeah, I had never seen a reaction like this. Oh my god! Everybody starts cheering. (laughs) I mean, it because everybody had it on their bingo card, right? And it was just, and then you know the reaction. I knew it. We all knew it. Yeah, yeah. Thor is is happy for his friend here. Yes. So we got a tease in Ultron. And you just see Steve just wield it like he's like been using it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, he's fucking him up. Yeah, he's using it with the thunder and the light. He's using the, the, yeah. the shield, everything all hand in hand. Well, if he be worthy, then he shall possess yeah. the power of Thor. Yeah, but you know, Thanos don't go down too easy. Yeah. Here's where I was like starting to get a little uh Oh yeah. I was getting, I was starting to worry here. Cause I'm like, all right, he had his uh he had his shine. You know, now we're now we're going into the uh you know the heat section here. Yeah. Thanos just and his shield gets destroyed. Like, that yeah. that was a big deal, the shield getting I was like, oh shit. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, I I assume Cap was a goner here as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can find like they have these on YouTube where you just watch this and. You, and have the, it's all shot, all people on their phones, like just mm-hmm. bigger people mm-hmm. start to pop in the, in the theater. I mean, it, it was like a sporting event. Yeah. When, to like say nothing getting, of what's about to happen. Yeah, it's getting a little overplayed. Like, there were a lot of cheering in Spider-Man, last Spider-Man, a lot of cheering in the last Doctor Strange. I'm like, all right, people, enough. Yeah. Now we get to I don't think anything, yeah, we'll compare to this. Nothing will ever come close to this again. But we get the reveal of the, the the scope and the mass of Thanos's army. Yeah, we have these giant yep. looking things, and we get the, the Thanos's children. We get Leviathans. We have everything here. Yeah, you know, Cap is going to fight till his dying breath. You know, it's up. Tightens what's left of his shield on his wrist. Uh, Compound fracture. Yeah, probably. You know, and insurmountable odds. Here, it's just like, how is Cap going to do this? I mean, Thor is still there. Tony's still there. They're a little down for the, they're a little down at the moment. And this is as close as we get to a really great moment from, again, the Infinity Gauntlet limited series comic where, where Cap just defiantly marches up to Thanos it's like as as one as long as one man still stands to yeah. fight you, then you haven't won. And we get the on your left. Reveal. Mm-hmm. It's not Sam though. It's you know T'Challa, Shuri, and Okoye, and just a uh, smart opener. Smart yeah. opener and, with, and with just these three. Chadwick with that look. So good. Where he just, yeah, that sets the stage. Mm-hmm. We're here, and then all all of our favorites return. 
Mm-hmm. All the holes we got Sam flying in. I mean, yeah, we started all of a sudden the pop started happening in the cheers. Strange, yeah, people were it. losing their minds. Yeah, people were losing it here. I think this is where people lost it the most, right here. Ah, yeah. With the reveal of uh, Peter is back. You know, the Wakandans getting pumped up here with their war cry. Mm-hmm. We just see everybody's back. Bucky, free. Wanda coming in was a big pop. Yeah. Even a bunch of characters who didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Hope. A lot of people said, you know, this was a big pop too. We even get rescue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said it was the biggest crime though in the history of the MCU is that Natasha's not here for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? We but what are you going to do? Giant man. Yeah. And that theme starts to play. Yeah. Oh. And then that I, last... That, this pops me in movies when you hear the, the, the theme of like in Harry right. Potter, it pops me, Star Wars, all of, they all pop me. And we, got, and we finally get the line. I was screaming, say it! <laughs> Assemble. Uh, you know, and, w- and when you watch this, on on regular TV, this is where they go to commercial. I mean, they have to go to commercial. Oh man, points. yeah, yeah. But when it's on TNT or something like that, I'm like, God damn it! Uh, but this is talk uh, about yeah, one of the greatest second, battles second the year, in right now, history. Mm. And they just they go all out here. Nobody stands down. They just go in. And we got a lot of in the chat. In the chat, Travel Girl, I'm right with you. Your favorite scene being Cap finally lifting the hammer. And then, second favorite, the Avengers assemble. Again, had to have that on your bingo card. Uh, That's the one two punch for me, too. I Mm -hmm. fully agree. Yes, we get Giant Man punching a Leviathan. (laughs) Thor exchanging weapons. Uh, Yeah. We got, you know. Tony and Pepper back to back fight. Drax gets to stab something. <laughs> Drax gets to stab something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there goes giant man gets to again. step on something. Ah, uh, you got a touching moment here. Peter and uh, Tony reunite. How did I was going to say? How does Doctor Strange? He knows this from five years. He saw the outcome. He saw it. I guess he, yeah. he saw the outcome all the way from from end to end. Mm-hmm. Then we got the guy who fucked everything up. Oh, Will. <laughs> Great moment here with him in uh, 2014 Gamora. Yes. Looks like he sees a ghost. Don't touch me. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) 
Yeah, they slow it down for a second because you can't be of all those RPMs for, for the whole time. It's hard to sustain. Mm-hmm. Choices for him are a tree. <laughs> and Clint still got the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, playing hot potato with the gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> the van comes back. <laughs> uh oh. Right in the middle right in the middle of the shit. Jeez. Hmm. Reunited and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how they, everybody gets their, their own moments. We get Doctor Strange. Yeah, everybody gets a little something here. Yeah. Lord knows we, we've got enough time in this climax for it. Mm-hmm. It's always like, damn it. <laughs> we need Louise here. <laughs> So yeah, like I was saying, there were like all these like these, these aliens dudes like fighting, and then the Avengers came out of these portals. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, there it is. Who's got eyes on it? Much better exchange than they had in Civil War. You I'm Clint. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Show At least off. he remembered his name. Yeah. The skills here. He may not have cared what his name was, but... Oof. Did he fumbles! Oh, Wanda. Mm-hmm. Could have single-handedly ended it here. Yep. We got pissed, Wanda. Especially in retrospect, knowing how powerful she really is. They said, unless... If, if Thanos doesn't do what he does here... Everybody's like she would have she would have killed him. Mm-hmm. She is just messing him up. Uh, the Ma's getting involved. Ma. Here. Mm-hmm. It's a, some great great Peter stuff here too. <laughs> the instant kill mode. Yeah. Oh, is she mad? She's gonna crush you like Tin Can. Yeah, if he doesn't do this, she kills him. God, we have all those sorcerers there to put these little force right. shields up. He's taking he's taking out a lot of his own troops. A lot of the Leviathan yeah, probably did fire. probably did more harm to his own yeah to his own army. Yeah, and we got uh, Doctor Strange just got to take care of business back here. 
bus for a little ride. Uh, the ladies are helping them out here. Mm-hmm. Peter, shut up. Walker's <laughs> Pegasus takes a hit there. At least he's not rattling off movie references like yeah. in Infinity War and pissing Tony off. Oh. Oh. Rocket and Groot get their reunion here. Now, did you have any idea what was going to happen here? Um, yeah, I, I kind of. I kind of figured they had to squeeze in one more moment, which yeah, which they do. You, She's noticeably absent until this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she gets the the big run in here. I think they were banking on people forgetting that she was in this movie. Yeah. she had just barely shown up for that that first mm-hmm. act. Yeah. I love that the gauntlet is almost as big as he is. Yeah. I I kind of, I've, I've come around a little bit on this, this part right here. Because I just picture, like, you know, sisters are doing it for themselves playing in the background. Uh, the the girls get it done. That's all the women. Again, another part where everybody's like, Natasha should have been here. Yeah, they all yeah. basically... All the ladies take care of business here to get that gauntlet to the van. It is a nice moment. Mm-hmm. Is it earned? At the, I don't know about that. Right. It, you know. You know, because they did something similar in Infinity War. They did War do already. something similar in Infinity War. Yeah. So it's kind of like, all right, well, it's just with more this time. Okay, Travel Girl says, uh, this scene annoys me for some reason. Yeah. It seems like they're trying a, too hard. It was pandering. You know, it just, I don't know. It was it was just what, it seems like things of convenience help bother mm-hmm. me. We got Belmore Infinity Tunnel here. I, yeah, it's one of those, like, I, I feel like it's literally there for, yeah, not for the adults, but for, like, the seven the little girls, girls yeah. in the in the audience who just which is fine. I I want to see. Look, yeah. I do look past it. Yeah, in the yep. scope of the movie, where I don't let it get to me too much. Right. Yeah. Thanos isn't going. Down it's one of those things that I can I can definitely, um, say is is pandering but at the same time can recognize is not for me so I'm just not going to get worked yeah. up over it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man. Yeah, I think Carol's gonna do it here. I mean, got him on the ropes. Yeah, with Thanos with the smart play here, isolate the power stuff. Mm. Yep. And we get the moment here between Cap and I mean, sorry, between Tony and Doc Strange here. Letting him know. This is it. What's going to get I can't tell you, but I can't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Tony, it's got to be you, Tony. It's always been you. Just that face. This is where I, this is where now I started to worry about Tony. Yeah. Because he seemed relatively safe up till. Yeah this point and this is why which is great storytelling wait what dud i've seen like memes i think of of, a part of this where the look tony gives right here is probably one of the greatest i'm dead and i know it moments in cinema history yeah Mm. You're like, oh my god, they did it. But at what cost? You know, and then we get to see the dusting again, but now right. some bad guys getting dusted. How I like how tables. Mm-hmm. I like how they uh how it how they the dusting goes too. It's it's all like the minions, you know, then we get uh, you know, the last few uh, children of Thanos that are still around, like the Maw right there. It is poetic justice. Yeah. Something you, you really wanted to see, basically. You know, the fact that Thanos doesn't go right away. Uh-huh. Right? He's got to sit there and watch and bring it all in. And, and it, you know, before he goes, it's one last F you to him, basically. Had to be by design from Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Save him for the end. Mm-hmm. He accepts his faith. He's like faith, faith, and he's just like let's get a rest. Now, some will say, mm-hmm. uh, "What about?" The Hulk. Why didn't Bruce get his comeuppance on Thanos? Right. Like, yeah. some people are really bothered by the fact that that Hulk didn't get his win back. Yeah. Um, I would argue that Bruce, being the one to undo the snap, is the ultimate comeuppance. Yeah. Reversing Thanos's great work, you know, pays far more dividends than winning a fist fight with him. But I understand that people did want to see that. Just a big slugfest between Hulk and Thanos. Pretty much mortally wounded here. And all of his closest people, you know, between Rhodey and Peter and and Pepper. Now, if our good friend and your main partner in crime, Jennifer Smith, was here, I think she'd be a ball in a mess right now. Oh, yeah. Because this is her guy. That's her Tony. It took her a while after this movie to like get over this, which is you know. Oh, I don't think she's over it. Yeah, yeah. no. Nah. But you know, it's just <laughs> how much the character affected her. Right? 
I like that Pepper kind of delicately shooed Peter away. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen the deleted scenes. I guess post, I'll check that out. Post-death scene from the deleted scenes. Um, I think I have... I know what you're talking about, Travel Girl. But I can't remember the details exactly. Oh, they all give him a knee. Oh, I do remember uh, that. I, yeah, I've never seen that, so I'll have to check that out. Yeah, our next big loss. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see why they took that out, just sort of for pacing reasons. It's sort of... Yeah. And it's a little bit redundant with, with the mm-hmm. epilogue that's going to follow, where they... Yeah sort of pay tribute to him. But at the same time, you wonder maybe they don't go all out on that, that later scene. Mm-hmm. If they I mean, had left it in, I don't know. The ultimate sacrifice. I mean, you can see how it affected, uh, you know, his pup is, you know, his biggest, you know, Clark hit the guys here close with the Avengers. And at times, his rival, one of his rivals. We get the scene here. So it's a Clint returning home. Yeah, and all his people are the same age as he remembers them. Yeah, this is another sweet moment here. We get, you know. Peter and Ned reuniting. Mm. Ned, who had, Ned, who had also been snapped. Works out nicely. Yeah. I like how they address it with some of the kids that were snapped and ones that weren't. And the, yeah, uh, a bunch of their a bunch of their peers are much older than them. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get the Scott back here. Like, how we got like little, like, where are they? They're all back with their loved ones, basically. Mm-hmm. She wasn't snapped, right? The queen, as far as we know. Uh, correct. Yeah. Both T'Challa and Shuri were. Mm-hmm. Just a sheer accomplishment that, that you never thought you would see this MCU building to this, all these movies that led to this and and they pulled it off. Simply amazing. We get a, you know, a little little epilogue with Tony. Now, from what I heard that, you know, they, they, they told them that they were filming either a wedding or a funeral. Hmm. They were doing this. Okay. So in case it, it leaked out, it was never. Uh, that's what they told Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, because he's he famous he for uh, for leaking. I love you, two thousand. Here we go. <clears throat> we get all these uh, 
obviously everybody here. Aunt May and uh, Happy got snapped also, didn't they? Um, I know Aunt May did. Yeah. Because she didn't spend five years grieving yeah. her nephew. There's got there's got to be like uh, like a website somewhere that tells you. Well, I, I want to say Happy did. Yeah. You know? And they kind of pull through now all the uh, everybody there. Kind of pull back in order of uh, how close. Yeah, there's Aunt May. Yeah, there's Aunt May. Milfie Aunt May. <laughs> Doc and Wong. Oh, yeah. So she was only lived there. We mm. got all the Pims and Scott. We got the Guardians. Condens. Uh, Travel Girl says she, Aunt May, did get snapped because she said she showed up in a stranger's apartment when she gets snapped back because someone else was living. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which probably happened. You have to imagine that happened a lot. And everybody's like, who is this kid? And nobody realized. I know, I was like, oh, is this a Hawkeye's other kid or something? Yeah, like that Ty Simpkins that got older. There we got, uh, was, um, what's his, what's his name? Uh, Thund- 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 Thunderbolt Ross. We get, you know, and we get Mick Fury finally making an appearance in the movie. Right. Yeah, that was, um, the kid from Iron Man 3. Harley, right? Harley, yeah, also, also from Jurassic World. But yeah, he, he grew that kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they're grieving over their uh, Wanda That line, your dad liked cheeseburgers, got me more than any of the I love you 3000 stuff, like whatever, like fuck off with all that. But that that little callback um, to Iron Man 1 was like, ooh, yeah, it's the first thing he asked for when he got back to the States. King Valkyrie. Yeah. It's supposed to be a, a, a beer-gutted gamer. 
he looks like a uh, the way he's dressed here. He looks like a captain from like the Deadliest Catch or <laughs> one of those type shows. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that grizzled old yeah. sea dog. Yeah, I like the little pissing contest we get here between Thor and and uh, mm, well. Yeah. As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Drax is eating, of course. <laughs> they call it a quail. Quail. <laughs> <laughs> They all know who kicked the crap out of Quill. <laughs> Please use knives. He's <laughs> hmm. <laughs> like, me, me, I am, right, 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 yeah. I, you know, it's so hard for me right now as, as a theme park fan and everything to not go on YouTube and look at a Guardians uh, Mission Breakout, not Mission Breakout, uh, the Guardians Coaster, mm. the Cosmic Rewind, like, video, because it's killing me that I haven't, I haven't been able to go on it because, you know, all the stuff they shot for it. Is that the one that uh, JT said was, like, the yeah. best ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right for me not to have been on uh, the Avatar ride is the best ever. Ooh. Flights of Passage. That's what gives me hope for the Avatar movie is what they did with that ride. I, I am reserving judgment until I see the first Avatar sequel. Yeah, I, I'm just aggressively disinterested in any more of this. Oh, I'm going to go see it in the theater, actually, when they release it uh, very soon. The kids, I, you know, it's one of those things you see it on the big screen. Probably helps it, it helps its case a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you get Cap tasked with bringing the uh, stones back to where they're supposed to go. Yes. And this is, this will be a source of tremendous confusion. <laughs> yeah. So Bucky seems to know what's up. Yeah. Well, he's his oldest friend in the world, so literally. Like, what's that? Uh, 
and there were arguments over whether this is makeup or is this an actor. And I'm not another actor. I'm like, it's makeup. It's a way of uh, taking him out without killing him off, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of Clint Eastwood esque. Yeah. Not as not as gritty though. Right, right. A kinder, gentler Clint Eastwood. Kind of Biden esque, actually. He is kind of Biden esque. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. They want you to think that this is our cap who went back in time, reunited with Peggy. And lived through the past to, to the present day and just wandered over to this park bench at, you know, the yeah. appropriate time. They want people to think that, even though that breaks all the rules that they established about yeah. how time travel works in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care what they've said. They're like, they kind of, well, no, but, you know, he no. You knew what you wanted people to think. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> now, did you think it was going to be Sam, or were you thinking it was going to be Bucky when this happened? Um, I mean, I I wasn't too sh- like it was weird because like Bucky seemed to know the score, but it's mm-hmm. it's Sam who he kind of has the heart to heart with here. And I mean, they've both been legacy Captain Americas in the comics, so yeah. We'll lead us into uh, Captain and Captain Winter Soldier. I was very disappointed with that show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I was. I know. <laughs> We've been there, done that. Done that. Go listen to Pop Goes the Catch. Listen to, their, listen to our podcast. Yeah. She'll be returning very soon. Just a, a revised format to make it a little more easier for the for the four of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. As much as I so love those few times, it was, a, it was a lot to ask. We, we, mm-hmm. we held our own for a while. So so we know that our cap could not have, have spent all these years here with our Peggy. This has to be, you know alternate branch timeline, Peggy, why he then didn't just materialize back on the platform when, when Hulk tried to recall him, who knows, but he made his way back, even though that's not what they want you to think that that's the only way it could work. I mean, Unless, unless old man, old man Cap was an alternate Cap who landed in our timeline and spent all those years with our Peggy. Like a version of this movie happened in another timeline or something, you know? Which is even, even more convoluted to try to wrap your head around. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but... Yeah, that's we did it. We did it. That's a lot. That was an undertaking. 
Well, thank you for, for, for joining us, Traveler Girl. Thank you for, for interacting. Yeah, thanks, guys, uh, if you, you joined us. Um, I know that that was, um, you know, three hours is, is no small commitment. But, yeah. Um, so where yeah. were you when you walked out of the when you oh, I, was pretty, I was pretty elated. Um, yeah, yeah it, it was like kind of a, I mean, in totally the opposite place I was in comparison to Infinity War, which, yeah. and it wasn't because Infinity War had a, had a bummer ending. Um, I had a lot of creative um, issues with, with Infinity War. And this movie, I, I really did not at the time. Um, I think since then, there are definitely some legitimate criticisms that, that we have gotten into here on this call. And I, I think this was almost a therapeutic experience for me yeah. to, to kind of unpack. The biggest one for me, how did Thanos from 2014 get to the present? Uh, okay. That's big. I mean... Mm-hmm. Unless I'm really missing something, I, it just doesn't seem like that should have been possible. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it's it's a movie that is such um, the sum of of all of the parts that that got us to this point, and then some. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole last hour. Uh, you know, the way that people talk about, oh, you know, this is an earned moment. I mean, that's that's an, a very earned third act. And because of that, it makes it so so that those plot points that aren't exactly airtight uh, are a little bit forgivable, you know. That, that kind of stuff kind of falls away. It, it sort of recedes in the distance when you... Um, take in that, that pure joy of um, having just your your loyalty and, and your love for this film series over the course of, what, uh, eight years, ten, over ten years, um, yeah. really validated. I'm just, I don't remember I've seen these. I haven't watched these credits in a long time. You know how everybody got their, you know, their moment here. Now our our main cast mm-hmm. get there. I'm actually kind yeah, of chills watching these credits because I, I honestly don't remember this. The signatures. Um, yeah. That's a classy touch. That's um, yeah. Star Wars Six. They did that in uh, yeah. That last movie with the original series cast um undiscovered country yeah Mm -hmm. i mean everybody else got their credits already and very few quick ones and you know that giving these guys their chance the ultimate hero the guy who started it all RDJ. Mm-hmm. 
amazing. Just, just still to this day, I like never can't believe they pulled this off. Yeah. I really can't. And and you know, I, I'm excited for the future. And we're gonna get some announcements soon. More announcements, actually. Uh, a little uh, yeah, coming this, up right from this stream. Mm-hmm. This will drop as a pod, you know, probably not for a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. So, um, yeah. So, don't know who will be here with me for Black Widow, which is next on the, uh, the thing. I'll mm. I'll put a call out and see uh, who uh, who uh, comes out. When am I doing? Well, if I hold to my schedule, that'll be two weeks from tonight. So that would be September. Actually, no, I probably won't do September 14th. I'll probably do that the 21st. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to do the 21st. I probably. Sorry. <laughs> well, because yeah, my birthday is in two. My birthday is uh, two weeks from tomorrow, so I, I will probably. I'll pull up a calendar if it helps. I'll probably be out on that, and then I'm going to the Big E the next Wednesday, which is the big New England uh, fair. Basically. Oh, right. so the fat shit in, New England food fair. Yeah, I don't think I'll be in any condition to do a uh, to do a stream that night. So I will. I will be back next week to do. Finding Nemo and the Pixar rewatch. Yeah, that'll be obvious. After driving about an hour and a half to from, from Massachusetts, mm. yeah. It's good. It's a long day. And uh, my girlfriend and I, we pace it out as best as we can. You know, we usually, what we do is uh, we try to get three things and we share them. And then we walk around a bit, then we get three more things. So usually about nine to 12 things. But since we're both on Weight Watchers, we're uh, going to do it a little scale back a little bit. Mm. I think that should just be a cheat day. Yeah, it will. It will be. And uh, it'll ultimately be a cheat day. She just wants her her friggin' baked potato from the main building. I'm like, it's a baked potato. She's like, but it's it's from the main building. I said, all right, whatever. It's the big E. It's the big E. Well, they have, all the states have their own little buildings. Mm. And there's there's booths everywhere. But And they had a lot of people have baked potatoes, but it's this fucking baked potato that she loves. So, anyway, so... (laughs) Enough about Andy's schedule. So, looking at probably the four weeks from tonight for Black Widow. So, anybody listening wants to wants to watch with me, raise your hand. I'm more than happy to. But uh, yeah, so yeah, it's only. I mean, literally, with the exception of the Spidermans and the Incredible Hulk. Spidermans. Yep. Spidermans. Yes, I have Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, and Doctor Strange: Multiverse Madness, and. Um, for Thor. Thunder, so that's you know I should be done, or caught up at least with the MCU. You know, probably by December, I think, when I could start the Star Wars, which I'm mm-hmm. sure uh, a certain person who was uh, almost here tonight was going to want to be part of most of those those, those films. So, so okay. we'll see. So, so yeah, but Tim, now if you, if you want. Come and do Star Wars. I mean, I'll th- I don't know if there's any other MC movies you want me to uh, mark you down for up to this point. Nothing I mean, else I'm, I'm clam. Nothing else I'm clamoring for. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, who knows? Well, yeah. Schedule one timing. Talk for me. Yeah, there's one you want to really talk about though, because you want it. You got. You got to. You know, get some stuff off your chest. You know, there's always <laughs> that was always there for you. <laughs> All right. All right, well, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and for joining us. Thank you, everybody here at Stream Lounge. 
for, for allowing me to do this. Thank you, Tim, for being Thank here you, with Andy. me for uh, uh, most of this journey. Uh, some could say it's like a journey through infinity, but not a journey through infinity. That is actually a podcast that you are one of the four uh, co-hosts of that drops on the North-South Connection under the Jenny position. And the catalog is on the Jenny position feed, the archive, right? So, uh, yes, the, the erstwhile, uh, journey through infinity mm-hmm. podcast. Um, so not unlike what we do here on stream lounge, although it, it's not a live watch, we're just doing retrospectives of, of the films in order. Uh, myself, Jennifer Smith, the aforementioned JT Rosero and Scott Criscolo. That's our usual panel. Um, although we did have one, uh, we, we brought in a ringer for, for yeah. one episode. Uh, I, and I brought in that same ringer for when I did yeah, that movie here. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you know, it's it's an irregular podcast. I, I couldn't even tell you when when our next episode is scheduled or, or will drop. But I mean, at this mm-hmm. point, where did you guys um, leave off? Where where did we leave off? Uh, so we did Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's after Black Panther? Uh, what was it? Was it Infinity War? I just had it up. Uh, Yeah, it was Infinity War. Wow. And then Um, Captain Marvel, and then here in Endgame. Yeah, I believe we... Well, yes and no. It it remains to be seen if if that particular recording will Uh, see the light of day. Okay. (laughs) Um, In theory, yes, we we recorded it, but... um, we, we we might revisit that one. Not, I don't I don't know how evergreen it, it is at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean we're kind of closing in on the finish, uh, closing in on the finish line there as well. Assuming we we can uh, get it's back on track, hard, man. Believe me, I know. I know. It's, yeah, but that is on anyway. Point point being, it's it is now carried on the North South Connection podcast network. So just. Just search North South Connection in your podcatcher app of choice, and mm-hmm. you should find that. I mean, variety, a bevy of, of really eclectic content over there. It's a lot of pro wrestling related shows, some sports related stuff, some comics. Um, you know, just just depending on what day you happen to tune in, daily content drops there on North yeah. South Connection. Yes, and you, you are a co-host on 9021 No So. 9021 No So uh, is officially a spinoff of the North-South Connection uh, podcast network. It has its own uh, podcast feed now. So, really? Wow. Yes, yes. It is It is no longer carried. For a while, we were simulcast, but we, we have officially cut, cut the cord there, and uh, you will find... 9021 no so it's n o s o 9021 no so um again just search for that podcatcher app of choice and you'll find myself and JT Rosero and a rotating guest uh third person in the booth each episode out reviewing the original Beverly Hills 90210 episode by episode we've actually finished the first season we wow. have recently begun the second season, just two episodes going on three episodes uh, into that. Um, so that, that's been a lot of fun. And, cool. 
again, that that's its own thing. It, it really, we, we have a pretty good um, schedule that we stick to for that. Every two to three weeks, you'll find a new episode. 9021 no so if you're a fan of the OG 90210. Yeah. yeah. Check out the PlayStation Wrestling Network. Tim, you are part of two shows on there as far as I got really... two shows over there. Yep. Uh, those being uh, Talking WCW, that's me and Jennifer Smith and our good friend Greg Phillips, just uh, taking a, a basically a wrestler spotlight. Not always a wrestler, sometimes it's a it's a concept like a, a match type or a particular um, pay-per-view. Um, and we have three uh, basically representatives of that wrestler or theme per episode chosen by one each of our uh, hosts. So, um, for example, we, we most recently had uh, the great Muda as our wrestler of choice. So we had three great Muda matches that were chosen by, by each of us that we walked through and reviewed and uh, shared with the world, if you will. Our next episode uh, will be topically appropriate. Uh, it is Halloween Havoc. So all three of our matches are going to be from uh, Halloween Havoc from over the years. So I'll pick one. Uh, Jenny will pick one. Greg will pick one. You know, we might pick three matches from the same show. Who knows? We don't always coordinate it that way. <laughs> but we'll see what we come up with. Should be a good time on Talking WCW. That's a monthly drop on a Place to Be Nation Wrestling. I also have PTV NXT. That's a chronological rewatch of the weekly NXT TV shows starting from 2014. Uh, so starting from literally January 1st, 2014. We are now in the year 2015, kind of in the, the spring months. Uh, we just covered uh, a, a takeover, in fact. Okay. Uh, with a lot of fun. Some of those earlier takeovers, you might recall. Uh, yeah. Like the Sammy, uh, the, the Sammy and uh, Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens feud, even easy for me to say, yeah. um, which was so formative to my interest in NXT. So I've been real pumped there on that show. That's me, Jennifer Smith, and uh, Jacob Williams. Again, a monthly drop on Place Free Nation Wrestling. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm still in. I think I'm in summer of 2012 on my watch because I went. Back yeah, you went back even further. Yeah, yeah. with your so, your personal rewatch. Yeah, for me, just check me out, PlayStation Pop uh, experience. Uh, I haven't done one of my wrestling shows in a while, so I have to see what the future is on those. Uh, the video jukebox on the day, every day, every weekday. I usually contribute a couple of those, a week. as well as uh, Pop Goes the Couch, which Tim is on as well. We're going to be bringing that back, and we're actually. Instead of doing one pod per episode of the shows, we're going to do either a season or a full season or a half season per episode. So check those out when that returns. And also, rumors of a comics pod coming soon. What? I wouldn't know about that. Rumors. You shouldn't be uh, reporting rumors, Andy. That's irresponsible. I know, but I got got to throw something out there comics pod and a cartoon pod yeah lots of stuff coming cartoon pod cartoon pod yeah you can tell where my maturity is i do muppets Mm. you know disney and cartoons there you go all right cool well thanks once again tim thank you everybody here at stream moms everybody who came in and watched and thank you everybody who's listening in pod form 
And yeah, this has been one I look forward to, and it did not disappoint. They delivered great conversation, great movie, and a great time. So check you out next time. Tim, have a wonderful night, and I will talk to you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, everybody, for checking us out. Good night.